Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday the 16th of June and for the day the index unfortunately closed down 9.9 points to 6,591.1 or 0.15 of a percent. We did have a pretty impressive start today. It was SPY expiry today as well so that rotation at the beginning of the day took somewhat longer than is normal. But uh, we did have a high today of 6,671.6, some 80 points higher than where we are at closing. We had a low of 6583.9, so we're off the bottom, but only just. We had an open today of 6616.6, but we did certainly see US futures positive as our market opened. And of course, we had that positive night on the US last night following the 75 basis point rise from Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell, which certainly helped sentiment early. But once again, it was not to be in terms of holding the gains. Uh, The jobs numbers coming in today as well at 3.9%, while the headline rate at 3.9% was a little bit uh, above where the market had been going for at 3.8%. Participation rate was up and full-time jobs were pretty robust as well. So that does spark concern that maybe the RBA will have to go hard and go early. Well, certainly July is shaping up to be quite a crucial meeting for the RBA, that's for sure. In terms of stocks and sectors today, well, of course, the banks, unfortunately, eased back on the back of that news. We did see the bond market come back as well. Yields back to 4.1%. I'll repeat that. 4.1% on 10-year paper from the Aussie government at the moment. That is the yield. The big bank basket slipping to 157.67, which was down 0.3 of a percent. Commonwealth Bank down 0.2. Westpac, the worst of the bunch, down 1.9% today. And ANZ down 0.4. NAB's actually up. They beat that uh, negativity. They're up uh, 3 cents, but we'll take 3 cents, I guess. Insurers also slipping today as well, with QBE down nearly 2%. IAG down 2.1%. Suncorp down 1% as those bond yields eased back. Macquarie uh, took a slight positive today, up 0.4 of a percent. And we also saw GQG Partners up 3.8%. And Magellan even managed a 2.4% rise today. And we did see an update from AEF, which is Australian Ethical, which was the go-to fund manager of choice for some time, but massively, massively overvalued, down 2.4% today. Uh, That one has come undone, but um, down again today. In terms of uh, the buy now, pay pay later stocks, uh, which we are lumping in with financials today, uh, we saw Zipco up 1%. Square, the artist formerly known as Block, or Block formerly known as Square, was up 1.5% today. Uh, Sezzle, though, continued its decline down 9.4% today. So buy now, pain later, very much the focus in that sector still. Healthcare under some pressure today in A&E to some extent. We had uh, CSL down 0.9%, Cochlear falling on deaf ears down 2.9%, and Ramsey down 1.4% with ResMed down 0.6% following that acquisition yesterday of that software provider in the health space. Industrials, a little bit mixed across the board in the industrials. We had Aristocrat down 0.6. Transurban, which I wrote up as a buy this morning, promptly fell 1.6%, so it shows how much I know. 
and, and Qantas not doing so well at the moment, down 4% today. Uh, maybe the fuel price starting to have some effect and the potential for recession. But Qantas has had a big spike down. Bramble's down 1.4% today. Uh, Coles down 0.7%. Woolies down 1%. And Treasury Wine down 1.7% as well. Telstra doing quite well. Up 5 cents or 1.3% today. REITs also doing a little better today. We saw those 10-year yields easing. And Goodman Group up uh, up 2.4%. Centre Group up 0.8, and we had Vicinity up 1.5%. So a little bit of positivity creeping back into the REITs. Tech stocks going sideways. In fact, the tech index was absolutely unchanged on the day. CPU fell 2.4%, though. Maybe that's a function of those rates coming off the boil. Wise Tech up 1.8%, and Zero up 0.3%. Next DC had a good day as well, 3.8% higher. But the positive sectors were the resources, and we saw BHP up 0.25 of a percent, having confirmed that they weren't able to sell the biggest coal mine in New South Wales, and were now going to close it by 2030. And uh, we saw Rio up 0.7 of a percent, and Fortescue though slipping slightly 1.3 percent down. Crossing base metals. Some uh, better news there. IGO up 2.6, South 32 up 2.1. And the lithium space got a bit of a bounce today. And hardly unsurprising given oil is still around 120 uh, US a barrel. We had Pilbara up 3.9. We had Elkem up 1.5. Liontown up 3.9. And we saw um, mineral resources sliding slightly down 0.17. Gold miners slightly better. Uh, Gold conference finished uh, recently, we had Newcrest up uh, 2.8%, Evolution up 3.5%, and Northern Star up 2.5%. Oil stocks a little bit better. Woodside rallying 07 Santos not doing anything at all, flat. And we saw coal having a bit of a bounce. Whitehaven up 4.3%, and New Hope up 35 with Stanmore Resources, SMR, up 10.5% as well. In corporate news today, just the headlines, well, Link was shaken and stirred today. They fell 10.4% after the ACCC. So they had some problems with Dye and Durham uh, buying the company. Hum were rattled. That's a U2 joke. Uh, They were down 10 points or 14.8% to 57.5% on a business update there. And SIQ, which is Smart Group, fell 10.9% after losing a government contract in Victoria. On the economic front, we had bad news on the doorsteps with house price forecasts, but official jobs data showed a booming economy still, still pretty robust, I have to say. 3.9% unemployment, despite that participation rate heading higher. A mixed session in Asia, Hong Kong and China slipping slightly, but local 10-year yields back to 4.1%. In the winners for Grinner's Circle today, we have Ironeer, INR, up 12.7%. 5E Advanced has been well and truly whacked on the head recently, but we did see some buying back into that one, and maybe we have seen the bottom, but that was up 11.4% today. Stanmore up 10.5%. A little bit of uh, interest in Stanmore, closing at 222, three little ducks. 
and Brainchip also having a better day up 10.3%. They are going into one of the indices uh, very shortly. Neo Metals also doing well up 9.7% after one of the directors uh, there has been purchasing shares on market. Chris Reed, the managing director and CEO, bought 100,000 and a couple of other directors bought 20,000 and 31,000 shares uh, respectively in that one. So a little bit of confidence creeping in there. Lake Resources also has been doing pretty well recently. It's been bucking the trend in the market and uh, Lake again up 9.5% today. Ridley Corp has been rumoured to be under siege in terms of uh, takeover potential from the likes of maybe Elders and Grain Corp and they were up 9.5%, and Coronado Global Resources up 6.1% today. Even Wham Capital, interestingly, had a 5.7% gain today. Not sure what brought that on, but certainly some people looking at those uh, hot tub time machines in the lick space. Uh, So that's interesting to see that one. In the naughty corner on the naughty step today, we had S. IQ, Smart Group Corp, down 10.9%. Link, coming in for pressure after the ACCC, said they had some issues with uh, the uh, takeover there. And we had Smart Group down um, 10.9%. Latitude Group, probably following on the back of that hum result, seeing as they're trying to buy parts of the hum business. Certainly not humming along there. Latitude down 6.7%. And Pexa Group, which is obviously caught up in the link thing, was down 4.5%. ING, love them. Unfortunately today, nobody did. Down 4.4%. And Qantas down 4% as well. Positive sectors today were the iron ore sector. Lithium, we had REITs doing well as well. And base metals also doing well today. So it was a bit of resource buying today. And the rest of things, not quite so good. A bit squishy in the healthcare sector, banks, insurers, consumer staples as well. That big bank basket drifting lower to 157.67, uh, down around 0.3 of a percent. The Alltech index unchanged today. Gold lower in Aussie dollar terms, 26.19, as the uh, Aussie gained slightly up to 70.03. Bitcoin having a little bit of a dead cap bounce. I don't think it'll last too long. 22,169. And the 10-year yield heading back down to 4.10%. Mixed markets in Asia. Japan up 0.6. China down 0.1. Hong Kong down 1.2. And we had US futures currently falling in a bit of a hole, I have to say. We have seen Dow futures now down 198 and NASDAQ down 114. In stocks on the move today, we did see that INR. INR up 12.7%. Lithium bounce there. RF1, interestingly, they did okay today. Regal Funds Management, they were up um, They were up a 4.8% today after uh, a small announcement uh, on their daily share buyback notice. APE Eagers also having a good day today. They announced a share buyback all of their own, up 5.4%. They're carrying out an on-market share buyback. That's when they step into the market and actually buy shares themselves. Uh, Brainchip heading into one of the indices soon, 10.3% better. And NEW having a good day today. Uh, they were up, uh, sorry, NWE rather, 
Uh, Norwest Energy up 24.3%, uh, doing quite well, only 4.1 cents, but still having a good day, pretty good volume, 31 million shares as well. TRS, I'm not sure if this is good news or bad news, uh, but they have updated the market on business and capital uh, management issues with the company and also appointed a new CEO. The stock rallied uh, nearly 19% on only 59,000 shares, but I suspect if the reject shop is doing well, it means that people are looking for bargains and the other sectors where they're playing premiums for products probably not doing quite so well. So you probably want to see Reject Shop doing badly as a uh, as a, a look-through in terms of the economic activity we're seeing. But um, I'll leave that to the experts to talk about. HIO, which is Horsons, also had a good day today. They were up 15.5%, uh, having a very good day. They made a positive announcement today. Uh, they had uh, 20 million tonnes per annum for their bankable fee feasibility study and they had an MOU, a Memoranda of Understanding with Flinders Ports. Another winner today was DRE Dreadnought Resources. They were up 10.8%. First drilling at Yin has intersected high-grade rare earths. RNU Renesco also having a good day today, up 14.3%. So there's life in some of these old dogs yet. High-grade graphite at Sivior, which is in South Australia. SIQ, that contract loss, 10.9% down. We also saw um, VHT, which is Volpara, down 7.8% as a change of director's interest. Speculative stock of the day today was Green Tech Metals, GRE. Now, in speculative stocks of the day, my criteria is they must move on volume and they must also have a positive announcement and show potential for further gains or at least further interest from the punters. Green Tech Metals was the one today to watch. They were up 146.43%. They had an intersection of copper zinc mineralization, increasing potential for expansion at Wundu. Uh, 32 metres at 2.43% copper from 75 metres, including 17 metres at 4.37 copper. That's a pretty good result. 4.37% of copper is not bad at all. Hence the 146% rise. In the news today, in a little more detail, BHP has decided not to sell its New South Wales' biggest coal mine. It received no interest at the price it wanted, and instead it will seek to extend the operator's life from 2026 to the end of fiscal 2023 and has pledged to work with the local community over the next eight years on a closure plan. It has made $700 million in provisions for the rehabilitation and closure of that. And Flight Centre to invest more than $30 million to retain staff. The decision affirmed labour cost expectations from the RBA. So it does seem as if there are some pricing pressures in some of these businesses. Quite considerable. Uh, Flight Centre was down 2.2%. Eagers Automotive has launched a buyback for up to 10% of its shares. will run from 12 months from the end of this financial year. It was June expiry day today. And that does tend to push up the volume in terms of the um, how much we trade today. It was up to uh, nearly $9 billion today. Hum Group has said the trading environment is pretty tough for Hum Consumer Finance with intense competition, rising interest rates and weakening consumer sentiment. It has experienced a reduction in net receivables, net yield compression and higher expenses. 
Profits are material lower as compared to this time last year. Not good. Australian Ethical expects FY22 underlying profit between 9.8 and 10.2. Well, that's pretty narrow, isn't it? It says management ref- says it reflects a midpoint increase of 9% on FY21. Funds under management at the end of May were 6.64 billion, nothing really. 6.64 billion, nothing in the big scheme of things, although Australian Ethical does get a big tick for being what it says on the tin. That was 6.64 was against 6.83 at the end of March. Negative investment performance cited. Uh, Volpara, the chairman, Paul Reid, disclosed his purchase of 115,000 shares. And Bubs had uh, a good day today, uh, closing up 7.1%. They've announced a supply agreement with Walmart, which will purchase a full Boeing 747-400F plane load of uh, infant formula, 85,000 tins in it. And some interesting news that hasn't got a lot of coverage here, but it may do in the coming days. China is set to set up a centralised iron iron ore buyer to counter Australia's dominance. The theory is that if it groups many of its iron ore purchases together in a lump sum, they can negotiate harder. Good luck with that, but obviously trying to wrestle back some of the control there in the iron ore market. In economic news today, the ABS jobs number was out. Seasonally adjusted estimates for May 2022. Unemployment remained at 3.9%. Participation rate 66.7. And we did see employment increase to 13.51 million. So pretty good. An underemployment rate decreased to 5.7%. So pretty good figures all round. ANZ has downgraded its house price forecast for 2022. Sees a decline of 5% this year then 10% in 2023. It's a race to the bottom there to see who can get the most doom and gloom prediction. Over in Asia, Chinese home prices fell for the ninth month in May. That's new home prices in 70 cities uh, dropped 0.17%, not quite so dramatic. And in Europe today, we've got the Bank of England set to raise rates by around 25 basis points, seems to be the, uh, the consensus there. And the ECB is yet to define, really, its new fragmentation tool, fragmentation tool, which has been dubbed the AFT, and as my friend Steve Sedgwick calls it on CNBC, the anti-fragmentation tool. Anyway, a little bit wishy-washy from the ECB, and Italian bonds yields having fallen on that news are now back up to 4.17%. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. As always, great group members helping members. If not, have a great evening.